So today we wrap up most probably the heaviest chapter in Tanya. Heavy in terms of its bluntness, its style, but ultimately an honest conversation we all have to have. So the Tanya continues. He says a person has to realize in order to hum themself, humble themselves that what you dream at night is a reflection of what you think about by day. And chances are like many of us, our dreams are not exactly the holiest, which says where we are. Point is, he's saying, find any technique you can to bring yourself down to earth by reading from the books, whatever it takes. You know, sometimes we need an honest conversation. I've shared it before that at some stage in my life, I was a bit not really in a good space. And I had a group of friends that sat down and gave me the hardest conversation of my life. And it woke me up. It generated something. It was a turning point. Because sometimes when you're just spiraling, you don't need pop psychology. Or even a hug might not be enough. Sometimes you need that honest conversation. And when you have that conversation, then you develop this anger at the negative side within you. And you say, enough, I can't do this anymore. You get angry at the, at the animal soul and you use words like you're truly evil, wicked, abominable, loathsome, disgraceful. How long will you obscure the light of Hashem from shining on me? You repulsive one, you deny the truth which is so plainly visible that the world is nothing compared to Hashem. The only real thing that exists is godliness. And that at this moment, what, you, what will happen is that you'll get uplifted and you'll realize that temptation and evil is nothing. It has nothing in comparison to true godliness. And this will illuminate your own soul so that you could regain the clarity that maybe you lost. This intellectual comprehension of godliness will lead to a desire and longing for Hashem. He says, just realize, darkness has nothing. Light is substance. Darkness is nothing. And when you shine the light, darkness has nothing there. So too, with temptation, with the other side, it might possess abundant vitality in which it animates all the things in this world which aren't holy. But this vitality is not its own. It stems from the realm of holiness. Because the realm of holiness is a source of life, even the life of the other side. Therefore, it's completely nullified in comparison to the holiness. And when you have this awakening, it will hopefully download from above an illumination, an energy that will give you more strength to fight your own darkness. We see this at the story of the spies in the Torah. The spies come back from checking out Israel and they come back with a report that's saying these spies are even greater than God. That's how disrespectful they were. But then they changed their tune after Kalev had an, one, of the, one of the pious spies screams at them. And after God punishes them and tells them they won't get into the land, that awakening of God's 
punishment shook them up and they said, we're ready to go up. He said, I understand. You just said earlier, God can't do anything. And now God says, you won't go up. And now you, th you get inspired to go up. Because sometimes a harsh conversation, a, uh, obviously not literal, slap on the face, can jolt somebody out of their madness, out of their meltdown, and bring them back to their truth. Because we all truly believe